Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the NRV Life on Mission podcast. The Life on Mission podcast is practical conversations focused on equipping followers of Christ to live on mission by teaming up and being the church. Reach out to us with questions or topics you would like us to discuss. You can reach out on our Facebook page, NRV Life on Mission, or send us an email at nrvlifeonmission at gmail.com. And now let's head on over to the heart of the New River Valley and take a listen to today's episode. Tim Worlds here, Dave Ferris, and David Breeden of Blue Ridge Camp. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> doing great, doing great. Good to be here. Dave, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well, man. You know, last week I felt outnumbered because we had Debbie Christian, who was a blue, uh, excuse me, North, uh, North Star Blacksburg person, and we had North Star Pulaski and you, and I felt outnumbered. Today, we got two Daves at the table and then a, t- a Tim. So let me ask you a question. David or Dave or Davey, no, <laughs> what no. do you usually go by? <laughs> well, I, I, there's, there's three, well, I thought there was only two people that called me Dave, my, uh, my mother and father-in-law, but apparently there's, there's actually three and that's Dave Ferris, uh, that also calls me Dave. Uh, I do not like to go by Davey. I'm, not, I'm more of a David, Dave kind of guy. So. Right. Yeah. I understand because growing up on the sports fields, I was Timmy and now I'm like, no. No more Timmy. Like it's either Tim. Well, I went to college, came back from college, and became Tim, or it's Timothy. Yeah. Either one's okay, just not Timmy. So I understand the whole yeah, yeah. Davy thing. Yeah. And Dave, I guess you go by Dave. I've never really asked you. It depends on which season of life you met me. <laughs> oh. I grew up David. I went to college and became Ferris, and then uh, on the youth ministry circuit somewhere, picked up Dave, and so kind of a collection of various names. Awesome. Well, today's episode number nine of the NRV Life on Mission podcast, and I probably should write down a mission statement sometime, Dave, or one of us, so we could say the same thing every week, but <laughs> our mission, right, David David was asked, I'm going to call you David, I'm going to call you Dave today, just Perfect. to keep that, you guys that's, that's how it works. apart. That's if you guys make me mad, I'll call you Davey, and, uh, <laughs> but um, he asked Davey us Crockett. what the... <laughs> that's exactly why... I don't like Davy because <laughs> of Davy Crockett. Yes, King exactly. Because people sing it all the time. Oh, so. go on, Timmy. I thought he's a pretty cool. Oh gosh. Okay, <laughs> you asked me what the <laughs> what the goal and vision of this podcast was, and I said like I gave you like a five minute answer, which I should give you a five word answer. But if you're just tuning in today, the point of this podcast is really to have practical conversations so that we can equip each other. I'll say each other because whether you're a pastor, a leader, or just a Christ follower here today. Um, we want these conversations to to benefit you. And one way we do that is bringing on guests like David, who is part of a ministry here in the Nuver Valley and that teams up with churches because we're all doing this together. Because if you haven't met Dave and I, Dave Ferris and I, our heart and goal is for churches to get together, isn't it, Dave, to, around the gospel? Well, there's one church, right? That's right. That's right. Yeah, we are the church. And um, I'm from Calvary, you're North Star, but we are the church, mm-hmm. you know. And so, and Blue Ridge comes right into that as well because they share uh, the same goals and stuff. So, as we kind of get started today, David, I just want to go ahead and let you introduce yourself and then introduce Blue Ridge Camp. Many people may have never heard of Blue Ridge Camp and didn't know that you guys are right in the back backyard. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, I'm David Breeden or Dave Breeden. With, uh, with Blue Ridge Christian Camp, uh, we are literally in the backyard of Pulaski County. We're on the other side of the river 
in McCoy, Virginia, which is uh, just down uh, the road from Price's Fork Road, a couple of miles. And uh, so the camp is, uh, it's a great place to to be and a great place to do ministry. Uh, the camp has been there since uh, 1970. Um, back in the late 60s, there was a decision made at one of the local churches that uh, they wanted to start a camp up uh, to have kids come out and just uh, have the opportunity to do to do some discipleship with the kids and, and just a place for them to come and um, know God through the camping experience. So it's been 50 years. Uh, this is our 50th year, and uh, we were looking to do a lot of celebrating this year. Of course, things got a little bit on hold uh, as far as that goes, but uh, uh, the camp is, is uh, you know, continuing to, to grow in numbers and, and do quite well. So we're uh, just very blessed and just excited to be a part of that ministry uh, through Blue Ridge. Uh, so. I think camps are great. It's a fun. It's a lot of experiences. I personally did not get to experience like a summer camp until I was in college. I went to be a counselor. And so, mm-hmm. um, Dave, I mean, ha- do you have memories of going to camp, church camp, or any other camp <laughs> growing up? Yeah, actually, there were some camps I really don't want to talk about. But uh, <laughs> one, Blue Ridge Christian Camp has always been uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, actually, matter of fact, in the early 80s, early to mid 80s, my dad was a volunteer camp manager there. And so I remember we were just talking about this before about I remember driving or riding in his little little truck, uh, Dodge Ram truck and going literally to all the supporting churches driving all over the sticks. Uh, and he would take his projector and his uh, his screen slide projector, the old carousel slide projectors. And he would do kind of the camp updates and raise support for the, the camp. And so I, I attended all my childhood, really all the way through high school, um, and then skipped a few years. It's a whole other podcast story. And then ended up getting back involved with Blue Ridge Christian Camp and actually served as assistant camp manager for a couple of seasons. And uh, so, yeah, it's it's a very special place uh, in my heart. We actually, Mandy and I actually got married there. Yeah, yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. On site at the foot of the climbing tower. Yep. Where the, the climbing tower wasn't there then. Right. right? The poles had actually the poles been delivered. Been set, yeah. But yeah. Uh, we got married and they started building the climbing tower. Did you use that as the, uh, the, the what do they call it? The trellis? Or... <laughs> the arbor? The arbor. arbor yeah. <laughs> you used the, no. the arbor. Yeah. Shoot, that would have been a good idea. That would have been. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. as always, if you're tuning in right now on Facebook Live, Dave and I both have uh, the stream going up. If you have any questions as we continue down through this episode today, any kind of questions for Blue Ridge Camp or any of us today, go ahead and just comment uh, on on the stream. We'll be making sure we check it, and we'd love to interact with you guys at home. But, you know, we kind of just reminisced on going to camp as a kid. But, you know, what what kind of services do you guys offer at Blue Ridge Camp uh, down in McCoy? So camp has kind of evolved Um as, as a general rule, not just Blue Ridge Christian Camp, but camp overall. Um, in, in just in the past uh, 20 years, Blue Ridge Christian Camp, well, it was actually just over 20 years ago, we were, uh, the camp was able to uh, hire its first time, first full-time uh, camp manager. Um, and uh, he was there for about 20 years, and we took over uh, just over four years ago. Um, and there's a lot that, that you know, it, Blue Ridge Christian Camp is a summer camp, and that's kind of our our bread and butter. That's that's the the mainstay of, of camps. But we uh, over the years have definitely 
gone beyond just summer camp. Uh, we want to be a ministry that that continues to minister to uh, kids, to families, to ch- other churches as well, and, and offer the camp as an opportunity for uh, churches um, and different groups, uh, different college uh, campus ministries to uh, use the camp uh, as an opportunity to do ministry through the camp. Mm. Yep. So, <clears throat> is, so do you guys offer like, you bring your group in and we kind of take care of everything or do you offer, hey, you all can have the facilities and do your own thing? That well, It's kind of, it's kind of a little bit of both. Um, if you call and say, hey, we want to have an experience, a camp experience, uh, you know, we can do something like that as far as uh, doing some, um, you know, just suggestions on, on content and things like that. But also we do have the camp available for basically for a rental where you rent the camp and, and you can come and um, use the facilities. We have a chapel where we can do uh, worship. We have uh, actually really excited uh, this, this past year, we had a couple people donate some money specifically for us to upgrade our uh, audiovisual equipment in the chapel. So we have a nice sound booth now with a brand new uh, soundboard and we have two TVs up there instead of the old pull down oh, projector yeah. Yeah. that, uh, the, uh, the green connector doesn't work. So everything's blue, you know? So, uh, so we, we have some really legit, good old times. yeah, really some legit good looking stuff, uh, that, uh, has really already been a blessing. Um, in the, in the early part of this year, we had several campus ministries do retreats there. So the camp is open, uh, for retreats and churches to use it, to, to do their own, uh, kind of retreat. We also are available to families to do family reunions. Mm. It's a great place to come and, and uh, be a part of that. We have uh, quite a bit of facilities there. We have several pools and a nice, uh, what is it, about a hundred foot water slide. Mm-hmm. Uh, some really cool things uh, that we that we offer there. So it, it is available. Um, so, yep. That's awesome. So yeah. a little bit of whatever you guys, whatever you need, you know, basically yeah, yeah. you guys are saying we can offer it to you, yeah, yeah. which is pretty awesome, how right many, in the backyard. Did you mention how many acres? So we are around 45 acres of land that we have there. And uh, what's great about the land is it's an opportunity to, not just with the facilities that we have with the pools and the water slide, but it's also a great place to go. And, and we have uh, some trails that go up in the woods. And uh, our property actually borders Kentland Farm. So it's a really beautiful a uh, place just to get out and, and go walk. Uh, so back in 2017, we had a little issue with a tornado that came through and mm-hmm. it messed up quite a bit of that. Uh, but we've, we've uh, through a lot of volunteers, a lot of work, we've actually been able to clean that up. And, and uh, so it's a lot that we have to offer. We also have a um, rock climbing experience where we have a high ropes uh, course where we have a climbing tower we have high ropes where you get out and do crazy things on cables and and uh with a big long zip line so really fun cool things that we have that we can offer uh and that's not stuff that we just say you can rent that that's stuff that we offer uh through the staff Mm -hmm. you know uh, we have staff that's trained to do those things and we offer that through different uh pricing and things like that so do you have any funny stories from like kids being on the high ropes oh wow yeah, but, uh, the reason know. I ask is because I went to a camp. I said I didn't go to a camp. I went to one camp when I was in high school. It was the Young Life camp. We went up to New York, and 
we they had a high ropes course up at Lake Champion, and I hate heights, and I hate <laughs> anything like jumping off a plank, you know, and all those things that you do at the end of it. And the day before, the, all the girls of our group did it, and they were talking about how scared they got, blah, 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 and all of us guys were like, oh, you guys are wimps, blah, blah, blah. And the next day, it rained in the morning, and we were told that we couldn't jump off the plank, you know, that, that kind of just swung you. Yeah. And I don't know. My manhood was like, oh, thank goodness. We just had the zip line down. But one of my buddies, who was just all this tough guy, blah, 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 he gets halfway through the ropes course and just sits down. Mm-hmm. And we're like, bro, like, you got to move. And he's just like, I'm not moving. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you talking? You were all big and bad last night. So is there any kind of funny stories that you guys have had over there? or is it? Yeah, there's a lot of them. And some of them I don't really want to talk about. But uh, Names we change, protect the Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's a great opportunity to... You know, it, it, it's fun. A lot of what we do at camp, there's there's fun things, you know, mm-hmm. water slide and pools and stuff like that. But there's ministry. You can do ministry through anything. Mm-hmm. And when we have kids up on top of this 45-foot climbing wall, yeah, it's fun and they're scared and, and, and you can make it whatever you want. But we, we take that as an opportunity to do ministry. Um, not just, hey, let me tell you about Jesus while you're up here on the wall. It's let me tell you about trust and mm-hmm. let me tell you how I love you and, and how... Um, through these things, I'm taking the time to, to be patient with you. But uh, so in doing that, you kind of get to know the kids a little bit and you know who you can and cannot really uh, mess with mm-hmm. uh, and give them a hard time. And the, so the, one of my, I don't say one of my favorite things, well, kind of one of my favorite things to do with the kids that uh, you know them and, and you know that they're they're okay. And, and uh, first and foremost, safety is the number one thing when you're up mm-hmm. there. Dave, has gone through the training and it's an extensive training. And one thing that with something like a climbing wall, uh, it may, you may not know it when you're up there, but we're checking things four times to make sure everyone's safe. But, uh, we've had times where I'll have a kid that's, you know, kind of mouthy, you know, just giving me a hard time or whatever. And they'll sit on the edge of the climbing wall and get ready to go down the zip line. And, uh, as they're getting ready to go, once you get over this certain, uh, 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 point there's no turning back the the, mm-hmm. the zip line you're going down no. so yeah you're gone so it, it's it's fun to say okay they'll look back and are you am i good am i good and you're like yeah yeah go go and they they go past that point of no return you're like whoa, whoa, wait 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 it's like and, that and, scene from the christmas story where he's like with santa yes. claus yeah, and he like tries to stop at the top of the slide and santa's yeah, yeah. So you, you kind of yell at them, and I'm like, wait, 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 no, hold on. And they look back, and their eyes are just, you know, big, like, what happened? You know, because they get scared that something's loose or something. So uh, doing, doing things like that is fun because um, even though they don't trust me anymore, you do gain this kind of trust yeah. uh, with them knowing that, hey, these people are good people, and, and they love me. And, and they see Christ through us. Right. So it's a good opportunity for us to minister in that way. Yeah. I think we had a question come in um, that asked you, David, um, where does Blue Ridge see themselves in 10 to 15 years? Like, where's your vision going to take you guys, you think? So that's, you know, we, we've done a lot of that. We've done a lot of casting our vision and seeing what, what uh, where we're going to be. And um, it's interesting. I'm, I'm actually glad they asked that. And I, I, we just this past year have really 
tried to focus on what our mission is at the camp and and what we're trying to do. So we we better defined and wrote down what our mission statement is. I think it's really important to have that. Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually have it here because I don't want to get it wrong Mm -hmm. because it's it's very important and worded really well. Uh, Some people worked hard on this. And, And our mission statement is this. Blue Ridge Christian Camp is committed to serving campers, families, ministries, and our community by providing a unique space and opportunities for rest, recreation, and relationships that encourage a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Mm. And we did that because we, we, we have campers. That's going to be always. You know, we have campers at camp. But we wanted to, to start focusing on families mm-hmm. and making sure that when those campers leave, because a, the largest majority of campers that we have come to Blue Ridge Christian Camp don't have a home church. So we're, we are, um, we have the ability to reach those families and get those families plugged in, uh, at their local church. Um, if we, uh, we've had instances where we've had kids come to camp that didn't have a church and, and we contacted the church that they're closest by, um, you know, and, and said, Hey, give these guys a call. Um, so that, that gives us the opportunity, but looking on, looking beyond, you know, the next 10 years, um, when you have something that has facilities and buildings and things like that, um, what you want to do always is build and big, make things bigger. Right now we're in this uh, season of the camp where we we really need to take care of what we have so that we can kind of last beyond that 10 years. So we're going to do be doing some building, uh, not building projects, but just building maintenance mm-hmm. on what we have. We have uh, two main buildings that are over 50 years old, but uh, in doing that, um, and not focusing on building projects, we're going to focus on those families, uh, ministry in our community. Uh, one thing that we really um, have a that I have a passion for is focusing on ministers and the ministries that they do at, at local churches. So um, I've started just this past uh, year really focusing on going and, and talking with uh, guys like yourselves and, and just having that relationship so that we can kind of have a, a way to strengthen the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, regardless of who you are or, or whatever, just uh, so that we can have a cup of coffee. And, and um, I think by doing that, we're doing a couple of things. We're strengthening the local congregations. We're strengthening mm-hmm. the church as a whole. And, and in return, it strengthens our camp because mm-hmm. it will uh, eventually lead to bringing kids to camp so that we can minister to them in that way. That's right. We, we uh, had another question on our, on our thread asking about how many churches were involved um, with the camp, but I'll give you a chance to answer that in just a second. But one of the things that I remember growing up was, and this is before the the days of uh, internet and and technology and all that, but, you know, I remember growing up in Dublin and and you get to know friends all over the New River and Roanoke Valley who show up and go to camp. And so you look forward to seeing them every year when you get to camp and just some incredible like even though I haven't seen a lot of these folks uh, in years, like I really like we're Facebook friends, but uh, I, I feel like I could call up any of them and just we could start sharing stories and it'd be like yesterday. Um, and so just great friendships develop, man. The campfires, hmm. uh, the campfire scenes uh, were fantastic. Uh, so many camp traditions that that just like take me right back. Um, and just good, good stories. And, and these are guys, like I had really, really solid friends in high school 
that I didn't go to school with, but they were camp friends. And so by then you're starting to drive. And so I would go to Salem and uh, we'd, we'd hang out with camp friends. Uh, and so just friendships that last like forever, really, in some regards uh, that started with a week long mm -hmm. camp yeah. uh, at, at Blue Ridge. So it's great, great memories. But anyway, original question, how many, how many churches ish uh, make up the campers for Blue Ridge? And then how do you guys typically market or put yourself out there to attract new, new campers throughout the year? Right. So um, a little bit of background we're, we're we have about 10 churches 10 congregations that support us, uh, you know, financially, as well as sending campers. Uh, and we market ourselves by going to those churches. And uh, what we want to start doing um, is is doing more church visits to churches that are not uh, directly involved with the camp so that we can say, hey, this is what goes on there. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the things that has helped us the most is getting parents at camp or getting uh, youth ministers at camp, getting ministers at camp, so they they know what goes on there, so that they see it, um, so that they can in turn send kids there. Uh, so, the, our way of marketing is doing that: is calling different churches and saying, "Hey, um, can we come by and visit? You know, maybe put up a little table just to kind of better explain what goes on at camp." Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, I want to re just reiterate. Um, a point you just made a few minutes ago, and of course we're going to highlight this anytime it comes out of someone's mouth, but you talked about how churches can help the camp grow mm. and strengthen, and then the camp can help churches grow and strengthen. I mean, to you, uh, David, I mean, how important is the body of Christ, followers of Jesus Christ, no matter what church you identify yourself with, how important is it to you that we bind together all around the gospel? I think it's um, above anything. It's it's one of the most crucial things because um, if we can't strengthen each other and by by having these conversations and, and just these relationships and you you talked about relationships and um, I, I think there's so many churches that focus on relationships and that's kind of what we try to do at camp um, because of those relationships that we have um, whether it's campers growing up and, and having those friends or uh, the people that that impacted their life, um, you know that that's crucial. And and for us, um, you know, our our mission statement says that that really cool thing that it says. It says by providing a unique space. Mm -hmm. That unique space is not the property on Sterling Drive in McCoy, Virginia. The unique space is when I go and I meet with you at a coffee shop and say, Hey, man, what's what can I pray for you about? Uh, what's going on in your life? How can I how can I help you? How can you help me? Um, and that's that's by doing that, I think that we're strengthening Christ's church, not just our individual churches. But what that does is, it, you know, it gives you someone to speak with. Um, I, I feel very uh, led to to more of like an encouragement ministry, uh, where I can encourage other people, and and also I'm going to get fed as well. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that that that's going to strengthen you. Uh, and, and as well as me spiritually, but in turn, it's going to give you the opportunity to call me or call someone and say, hey, I am struggling with this because you guys know in ministry, you don't have that person you can go to. Um, my father was a minister growing up. And one thing that I knew even as a child was it's a lonely, lonely gig. And um, 
so I, I saw that growing up and I saw that in church leadership in the past uh, 20 years. And, and I'm like, you know, we need to have some encouragement with people who are in ministry uh, so that they can have someone to go to and, and speak with and that uh, they can speak life into me and I can speak life into them. So yeah. well, I think what he's speaking is disciple making. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really and that's that's the essence of who we're supposed to be anyway is to go and make disciples and. And I love how you tied in the unique space with those opportunities. That's that's good. Mm-hmm. And let's be honest. A lot of people talk about these things. A lot of people know the right words to say, yeah, we need to team up with one another. We need to go outside the walls of a Sunday morning service. Mm-hmm. But what we're finding out, especially in rural areas like ours in the South, it's not happening. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think... I'm loving these conversations we're having weekly with people in our area. Because let's be honest, I just want to point out, you're doing just as much ministry and called just called to the ministry just as much as I am, mm-hmm. getting into a pulpit every Sunday, yeah. right. just as much as Dave is getting into the pulpit every Sunday. You know? um, you're doing just as much ministry as we are. Mm-hmm. And so I want to tell everyone at home, we need to be praying for ministries like you guys, and we need to be praying for you Thank because you. Yeah. Um, the, you're, you're, you're in the trenches as well, and you you find yourself as well mm-hmm. on an island some days, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. And so uh, we're in this we're in this battle together. And I say battle because it's you know, we're battling against spiritual warfare mm-hmm. every day. And before we kind of close up, though, I do want to mention, and um, we got some funny comments <laughs> coming through. Peanut, I think all directly the to you. Gallery <laughs> is alive and well today. <laughs> On the I'm episodes. seeing mullets and knees and all kinds of I stuff. Was, I mean, is the mullet question, is that like related to me? Did you ever have a mullet? That's what I was wondering. Or was that me? Someone asked about if, if Dave is going to regrow his mullet. Who Who is commenting on this? Because, you know, I, Cole Huffman made the, the mullet comment. Is Cole Huffman on right now? I don't know. Or is this stuff you're making up? I, no, this is on the thread. Like you hear the peanut gallery back there laughing about it as it's coming through. Look, I, I need a definition on what a mullet is, and Ooh. and and also in in that maybe if I could get it from someone who isn't jealous of someone who has hair. <laughs> Mic drop, boom. I, I don't know. All I'm saying is in the midst of pandemic, some people are still getting haircuts and others aren't. <laughs> if you're watching this, I need a haircut. And if you can get me some clippers sent to fifteen uh, to 1751 Sterling Drive, please do that. So. Uh, serious question, though, mm-hmm. before before we wrap up, because yep. um, we have had some questions here. Like, and I don't know, even know that we mentioned, like, you guys have had to cancel yeah. summer camp for all summer now because of the midst of, of covid so, uh, you know, we still wanted to have you on here to share the vision and, and just put it out there about BRCC. But is there anything that people, churches, families can do, like as we're starting to hit this reopening phases going on, like what does that look like? Can we still utilize the, the property at BRCC like in the midst of this summer? So right now, yeah, camp is officially closed. Like uh, the facilities are closed, everything is closed, um, and that that is typically this time of year. We have camp programs that go on um, from June through August, and uh, so we don't have any rentals or anything like that. Um, and right now, we're kind of taking it day by day, kind of like there's been a lot of gray areas in what we can and cannot do as far as. Um, 
as far as uh, social distancing and, and things like that, that go above and beyond uh, businesses and, and even churches because of the nature of what we do at camp. So um, I think the way that I see it is eventually some at some point through the summer, we may have that ability to, to offer the camp for groups to come in small numbers. Um, and again, we're not exactly hundred percent sure what that's going to look like. Um, it's been, it's been an ongoing, uh, tough bunch of decisions that we've had to make in the sure. past couple of weeks, uh, past several weeks really. So, um, we're, we're open to it, but it's just kind of figuring out where we're going to go with that. Gotcha. And one more real quick thing. Uh, 30 second answer. You mentioned it earlier. You guys want to be a, a, a place for pastors as well. So in the midst of everything going on, is it still a place where a pastor could come out and just have a day, quiet time, sermon prep, sabbatical, whatever it is? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we actually have a, um, it's an old room off of our chapel. We actually, um, uh, my wife kind of made the, the design of making it a um, retreat room. So we have a room that has uh, a sofa there that, that folds into a bed. We have a desk there and it's a camp is a great place to go and just reflect, re- relax, mm. focus on a, on a message that you need or just focus on yourself. Mm. And, and that is, that is open. Uh, if we have someone that, that is like, you know, I just really need to get away. Uh, we do have that, that we can, we can do that. You know, that's one person coming and, and we don't have a, have an issue with that at all. So awesome. That is great. Yep. Well, David, thanks so much for being part of our podcast today. Um, is there a Facebook page or website that we can post later on our page for everyone? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, blueridgechristian.org is our website. You can, uh, we are also on Facebook and Instagram, just search Blue Ridge Christian Camp. Uh, and if, uh, one of the great things about the camp and the ministry at the camp is we are supported by churches, but the majority of our support comes from individual donors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there may or may not have been some people that, uh, um, you know, have been on asking questions that maybe do donate to the camp, but that is an option and it's a great, uh, it's a great way, uh, to give. You can go on and, and individually give, um, at the camp, there's a donate button on our uh, website. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. I just posted those websites and things on the thread. So we're good. Great. Perfect. All righty. Well, Dave, you want to close us out today with prayer? Yeah, man. All right. Yep. Uh, Lord God, uh, we do thank you uh, for who you are, Lord, as a faithful, sustaining God who loves us enough to send your own son to die for us. Lord, we thank you for uh, your church uh, here, and we thank you for parachurch ministries as well, Lord, that all uh, tie into who you are and connect us to who you are, Father. And so I thank you for, for David and his family and just their call to uh, take over at Blue Ridge Christian Camp. Lord, we, we know they're not alone in other camps having to cancel their sessions for this summer, so we pray that uh, that whether churches or individuals or families would just feel a stirring, Father, to want to step up to make sure that these incredible places uh, can survive this financially and logistically. And we pray, Lord, that you're already prepping uh, David and their staff and their volunteers uh, and future campers, Lord, for just an incredible uh, life-changing experience and encounter with Jesus as they come and just enjoy a beautiful place 
Uh, and, and Lord, just uh, I pray that you bless their family. Uh, be with the churches that are supporting them. Lord, as, as we are uh, collectively entering these reopening phases, Father, I just pray that, uh, that people's hearts have been calibrated. And Lord, they are just seeking you and will continue to seek you even when we get back into what may be a normal rhythm of gathering together. Lord, I pray that we just live life on mission for you, for your glory and our good. And I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.